Welcome to Coaching the Whole Educator, the podcast that helps instructional coaches, teacher leaders, and school leaders. I'm Becca, former educator and school coach turned transformational coach of coaches. I'm on a mission to help you improve your educators' effectiveness and resilience, especially the ones who need it most. Each week, we'll cover quick tips, strategies, and coaching mindsets so that you can be on top of your coaching game. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Hey coaches, have you ever wished you could clone yourself to save time? If your answer is yes, the Sydney platform might be right up your alley. With my own work, I use the Sydney platform to connect with my coaches and leaders and stay organized when I'm not there. The app is super easy to use, and I love the video feature where teachers can film lessons and coaches and leaders can record video reflections. This app saves me a ton of time and is a game changer in terms of being able to truly connect to my people in between visits when I'm not there. I can even stay organized with the individualized resources section for each person I'm coaching all in one place. And I don't know about you, but I like to try something before I buy it. Because of that, I've gotten Sydney to let you try the platform for free first to see if it's actually a good fit. If you're interested, go to sydney.com front slash TWE to check it out and claim your free coaching package. That's S-I-B-M-E dot com forward slash T-W-E or click the link in the show notes. Hello, 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 coaches and leaders. I have Carmen Murray on with me today, and she works with folks in education to help them sustain their energy, have healthy minds and bodies, and very much focuses on people in education so that you, the adults, can thrive. First, I want to welcome you, Carmen, to the show. Thank you so much, Becca. I'm really happy to be here. So before we jump in, I'd love you to share with everyone, what's your journey in education and what do you do now? So my journey in education was probably 20 years ago, I started teaching in the classroom and I absolutely loved it until I could no longer sustain myself as the adult in charge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then Um, I stepped away from teaching, actually, because I wasn't doing a very good job of being a leader in the classroom, as well as taking care of my own body and having it all run how it's supposed to run. So I stepped away from teaching about five years ago. And I work with adults now, mostly women, primarily um, people in the school system, educators, who want to learn how to sustain themselves so that they can show up fully in their lives whether it be in their classroom, whether it be with their home and their family, whether it be with their friends or any other position they hold in their life. All right. So we're going to jump right in here. Um, And first, I really want to talk about how is our mind and our physical body, how are they connected? How does our physiology impact our neurology? What I love about the mind and body and nervous system connection is that when we work on one, we work on the other. So it's like, I've been working on a 15 minute workout, five or six days a week. And that impact on my physical body makes my like, I feel good about myself. So it's just Mm -hmm. like, oh, yeah, I'm doing something for my physical body, I feel physically stronger. It also de stresses me, Mm -hmm. which then helps my nervous system calm down a little bit and pop into that parasympathetic nervous system, rather than the stress fight or flight, the sympathetic nervous system. So 
for me, the more I'm in that parasympathetic nervous system, the easier it is for my body systems to function. The mm-hmm. easier it is for my neurons to fire, for my digestive mm-hmm. system to work, for like all of our body systems to work. So if we can stay more in that parasympathetic nervous system where we're able to respond to things and our body doesn't hit that fight or flight mode where we get that cortisol shot, which is mm-hmm. really negative when we get it so often. Yeah. And you get adrenal fatigue. There's all sorts of stuff that happens. Oh, yeah. Right? like your body's like, we're tired of the stress hormone. That's what adrenal fatigue is. As leaders, if we can show up and be in that calm, easeful mode, we're able to make decisions. We're able to respond to the people we're leading. It also allows our creativity and our focus to be better Mm -hmm. rather than just showing up and like dragging ourselves in and doing what we have to do with no inspiration for those that we're leading. Exactly. And I do want to point out uh, why would us as coaches and leaders want to be creative? It actually helps us find different solutions to problems, ongoing, consistent and persistent problems we haven't been able to find solutions for. So often I'm in schools, a coach or leader tries maybe, you know, a couple of things, two or three things that they know to do in their tool belt uh, to help a teacher improve. The teacher's not improving. And then we're stuck. Right. And then there's a, a, a myriad of, of reactions. Some is like, I blame the teacher. Right. And, and there's all, but we're stuck because we don't have any more tools. When our body, right, is able to function and be creative, right? Like have the neurons in our brain and the, the parts of our brain that access creativity, we can actually start to see other solutions we couldn't see before. Isn't that cool? Yeah. <laughs> it's that's so power because when we're in that stress mode, we are stuck in our brainstem, which is fight, mm-hmm. fright, flight, or freeze. Mm-hmm. When we're not in stress mode, we can access our prefrontal cortex mm-hmm. and use those higher thinking skills. I love that. Okay. So I, I want to ask you now, what are some typical things that keep us from having the healthiest and most top functioning brains as coaches and leaders? What are some typical things you see in education? Well, I would say overscheduled is Mm -hmm. huge. Like Mm -hmm. there's, there's so many things that educators and adults need to do that. It's just like, there's not enough time in a day. Mm -hmm. And so that is super stressful and can cause anxiety for people. Mm -hmm. I think sleep Mm-hmm. is another huge one where it's like we're not getting enough sleep as a society mm-hmm. we're not getting our children to have enough sleep so how can we as leaders show up with um compromised systems because they lack sleep um the other one stress but then there's this overstimulation of senses mm-hmm. so it's just like what are we bringing in through our eyes that's always stimulating what are we bringing in through our ears? It's always stimulating our mouth, our nose, even our skin. So it's like we are bombarded with um, throughout our day what our five senses can take in. So it's like, mm-hmm. when do your five senses get downtime? So you want to kind of identify the behaviors that you have to feel good, like doom scrolling at the end of the day when you're tired and you finally have a moment to yourself and it's 10 p.m. and you stay up an hour longer. You you replaced uh, your sleep with this scrolling to feel good. Like, why are we doing these unhealthy things? I want to bring this into a, uh, a mindfulness or meditation 
exercise. You and I talked about this. So those of you who are listening to this while you are driving, um, continue driving, don't pull over, but we are going to, this is not often that we do this, but we're going to actively bring you through a short exercise. This is something you can do while driving, as well as if you are sitting or even, you know, maybe you're walking or exercising in some way. So, um, so Carmen, take us through this exercise. I'm excited. Okay. So if you're not driving, you can close your eyes. <laughs> it works for you to close your eyes. I invite you to do so because that's just one less sense that we're taking things in on. And just allow yourself to notice your breath. Notice your breath as it travels from the top of your head all the way down to your toes. And whatever that looks like, feels like, is for you. Let's just do three of those. Oxygenating those cells. Bringing them some life force energy. And then I want you to bring your attention to your physical body. can start at your head and just kind of like notice your skull and behind your eyes, your jaw, your sinuses, your shoulders, down through your torso. And if you're noticing things about your body that's actually giving you messages, just go, okay, yeah, just notice them. We don't need to make it a critical thing. It's more about awareness. Bring your attention down through your legs to your feet and feel your feet or your sit bones on whatever you're connected to, whatever your body's touching, allowing this to be a grounding point. And bringing your attention back to your breath again. And then I'd like you to shift your attention to the energy of you. It's like, what energetic space are you taking up right now? Are you feeling big and expansive? Are you feeling contracted? And just notice your energy. And then bring your attention back to your breath. And then become more aware of your physical body. And then notice the energetic space you take up. And you can continue to move through these three spaces of putting your attention on your breath your physical body, and your personal energy for as long as you choose. If you've got more time right now, go ahead and give yourself that time and space to bring yourself back into that parasympathetic nervous system where you're feeling calm and connected and grounded, creative.
And then I'd like you to take your hands and rub them together and generate some warmth. And then place your hands over your eyes. Again, if you're driving, maybe not. And I want you to feel the vibration and the warmth and the energy off your own hands. And allow that to be your pick-me-up, one of your pick-me-ups. Go ahead and bring your chin to your chest when you're ready. Flutter those eyes open. And then continue on with whatever you happen to be doing. Mm-hmm. That was so great. Thank you so much. That was, I mean, I already feel calmer, more so like I had a whole entire morning. It's now the afternoon. <laughs> and, you know, it's like, oh, okay, my brain feels a little reset. And I love that. I love, you know, you can, folks listening, you can do this in your office, close your door, say, do not put, do not disturb sign take two minutes, right? And do this and your brains will literally function better. Why not? Yeah. And I think another thing as leaders, it's like, can you bring yourself into a meeting after you've, that you're going to maybe lead or be part of and do that for 30 seconds or two minutes? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But can go ahead. you do that with the people in the room? If you're walking into a room of 30 leaders, they've all mm-hmm. had their day and whatever they've had going on. So can you bring them here and now to this space so they can kind of let go of the rest of their day so they can be more present, more grounded, and really be able to show up as their best selves in this situation in whatever they might be leading. Yeah. Thank you so much, Carmen, for being here. And I wanted you to share where can folks find you and Spherical Healing. Thank you, Becca. So I am excited to share that two weeks ago, I published a book. It's called Teachers First a guide to avoiding and overcoming burnout in the classroom. And it walks you through lots of the stuff that as a teacher, as a teacher or a leader or anyone in the education system can use to support themselves in slowing down. Because Becca, one of the things you just said was if we can actually, if we can allow ourselves that time and space, things slow down. And that's really important to remember. So that is available on Amazon. Dot com and dot ca for those of us that are in Canada. I also have my website, www.spiricalhealing.ca, where you can book a conversation with me. I'm gifting, if you're listening to this, your gift is book a complimentary conversation with me so you can have a conversation about where you're at with your health and your habits and how you want to lead. And then the last thing I want to tell you is I have um, some YouTube meditations that if you like my voice and you're like, oh, I'd like to hear that more often, then check out YouTube. You can, again, search Carmen Murray, Spherical Healing, and there will be some meditations that pop up that really help you sustain your energy as a leader so it's not being pulled in too many different directions. I love that. And I'll put all these links in the show notes as well. So thank you so much for being here and sharing your expertise and reminding us how important taking care of our physical body is to helping our educators, right? And improving student outcomes at the end of the day. So thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you so much for having me, Becca, and good luck to everybody. Now, I know we don't always have control over our circumstances, but we do always have control over how we react to it. 
to help you in those stressful situations, we have created a handout with strategies that can all be done within two minutes. Some of them can even be done while you're driving or walking between classrooms. We know you're busy and we want you to be able to de-stress in a way that works for your life. So go ahead to the show notes and download that handout. Let us know which strategies work best for you. And until next time, just remember, don't treat people the way you want to be treated. Treat them how they want to be treated. Take care.